Hello, Chinese friends. Welcome to Spiritual Waimai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 Delivering the spiritual food to you when you can't get out. 当你无法外出的时候，我们为你速递属天灵粮 This Spiritual Waimai article is a part of the series entitled "You're God's Masterpiece: The Genesis Notes." 本期属灵外卖来自特别系列。你是神的杰作，创世纪手记。Studying the book of Genesis to discover direction and hope for your awesome life. 通过研读创世纪，并联系新约的思想，为您的美好生活提供指引和亮光。Genesis chapter twenty, Abraham's fear. Abraham moves. Abraham has been living near the great oak of Mamre for about twenty years, and now he moves. He is a nomadic person. He lives in a tent. He did not move to a city and settle in a home like Lot. He has a tent made for moving, but he has lived in the same place for twenty years. Why move now? This is a significant time in Abraham's life. Three major events are happening: one, Sodom and Gomorrah are destroyed; Lot loses his home and wife. Two, Lot is going to be a father through his daughters. Three, Abraham will soon become a father. Maybe fear has moved him onward. Maybe sadness over Lot's situation. We don't know. But I find it interesting. In this very significant time, Abraham makes a move. Unfortunately, the move brought some bad circumstances. Genesis chapter twenty, verses one and two. Now Abraham moved on from there into the region of the Negev and lived between Kadesh and Shur. For a while, he stayed in Gerar, and there Abraham said of his wife Sarah, "She is my sister." Then Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent for Sarah and took her. Beautiful Sarah. Apparently, even in her old age, Sarah is incredibly beautiful. Abraham finds himself in the same situation as he was years ago when he went to Egypt. He's afraid he will be killed and his wife taken because of her great beauty. We see in this culture, the woman is viewed as property, and sure enough, Sarah is taken into the king's harem. In a culture without God, women often are looked at as objects or property, and they then suffer. Such was the case for Sarah. Genesis chapter twenty, verses three to nine. But God came to Abimelech in a dream one night and said to him, "You are as good as dead because of the woman you have taken. She is a married woman." Now Abimelech had not gone near her, so he said, "Lord, will you destroy an innocent nation? Did he not say to me, 'She is my sister,' and didn't she also say, 'He is my brother'? I." Have done this with a clear conscience and clean hands. Then God said to him in a dream, "Yes, I know you did this with a clear conscience, and so I have kept you from sinning against me. That is why I did not let you touch her. Now return the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you will live. But if you do not return her, you may be sure that you and all who belong to you will die." Early the next morning, Abimelech summoned all of his officials, and when he told them all that had happened, they were very much afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham in and said, "What have you done to us? 
How have I wronged you that you have brought such great guilt upon me and my kingdom? You have done things to me that should never be done. Abimelech and Sarah Abimelech, king of Gerar, saw Sarah and considered her to be a beautiful woman. He wanted her, so he took her as his own. Fortunately for Sarah, God thought highly of her and of her position in God's plan. God quickly intervened, and he came to Abimelech in a dream and said, You are as good as dead. Is Abimelech innocent? It's hard to say. He had no idea she was married, but the truth is he also just took her and added her to his harem. His collecting of women was not right. But God agrees with Abimelech. Abimelech has a clear conscience, and God did him a very big favor. God kept Abimelech from sinning. Kept from sinning. Have you ever been in this situation where you can look back and see God kept you from sinning? Kept you from doing something incredibly destructive? What a loving God. There have been probably more times than you know where God kept you from sinning, kept you from hurting someone, kept you from hurting yourself. It was important for Abimelech to not sin, but it was even more important in light of God's plan. Do you remember what God told Abraham? Sarah will have a child in one year. So at this point in time, either Sarah is pregnant or she is about to become pregnant. God did not want Abimelech to go near her. And just to make sure nothing happened, all of the women in the household were stopped from becoming pregnant. God made sure there was only one person who was going to become the father of Sarah's child, Abraham, not Abimelech. Why did Abraham do it? Genesis chapter 20, verses 10 to 18. And Abimelech asked Abraham, What was your reason for doing this? Abraham replied, I said to myself, There is surely no fear of God in this place, and they will kill me because of my wife. Besides, she really is my sister, the daughter of my father, though not of my mother, and she became my wife. And when God had me wander from my father's household, I said to her, This is how you can show your love to me. Everywhere we go, say of me, He is my brother. Then Abimelech brought sheep and cattle and male and female slaves and gave them to Abraham. And he returned Sarah, his wife, to him. And Abimelech said, My land is before you. Live wherever you like. To Sarah he said, I am giving your brother a thousand shekels of silver. This is to cover the offense against you before all who are with you. You are completely vindicated. Then Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his female slaves, so they could have children again. For the Lord had kept all the women in Abimelech's household from conceiving because of Abraham's wife, Sarah. Abimelech responded immediately to the dream from God. He immediately went to Abraham, gave him gifts, and also asked, Why did you do this? Abraham's reason 
was he felt there was no fear of God in the kingdom. Why do you think Abraham, for the second time, hid the fact that Sarah was his wife? What was going on in Abraham's heart causing him to do this? Once again, Abraham thought he was going to lose his life on account of his amazingly beautiful wife. What? Abraham? Afraid? He was the great man of faith. Here is a remarkable description of Abraham in Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 8 to 12. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his, his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful, who had made the promise. And so from this one man, and he, as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. Both Abraham and Sarah had faith in God. Faith to leave their homeland. Faith to live in a tent and look forward to not living in an earthly city, but a heavenly city. They had faith for a child to be born according to God's promise. Abraham is one of our greatest examples of a man who had faith. But here we see Abraham also wrestles with fear. It might have been the traumatic experience of Sodom and Gomorrah. It might have been the stress of the move. Whatever the case, fear pushed him to make a bad decision. This is an old fear. A fear that began when he first started his journey many, many years ago. It was the fear that he had when he went to Egypt and gave his wife to Pharaoh. Somehow, he did not overcome this fear and trust God to protect his life and his wife's life. Our own fear and faith. Let's take some time to consider our own lives. Are there areas where you have a lot of faith? Maybe faith for a job, faith for your health, faith for a place to live. Are there areas in your life you have fear? Maybe fear for your future, fear for your health, fear for your parents' health. Abraham had a lot of faith in a lot of areas, but there were still some areas of his life where he was fearful. And this caused him to make a decision affecting his wife and affecting Gerar. The Bible says they suffered because of Abraham's fearful decision. He did something to try to protect himself. He lied. And his lie affected others and brought suffering to them. In the end, his lie was exposed. And he had to give an account for the untruth. Our fears affect us and others. Sometimes we think our fears only affect us. But we see here that Abraham's fear pushed him to do something affecting other people. In what areas of your life do you have faith? 
examples. God will help me find a new job. God will help me when I'm feeling alone. God will provide all of my financial needs. In what areas of your life do you have fear? Examples. No one will love me. I can never be as good as they want me to be. I will never get the promotion. People will laugh at me. How do your fears affect your daily life? Do they push you to do something which hurts you, hurts others? The process of overcoming fear can be difficult, but Jesus Christ can help us. His love for us is great. And the Bible says, perfect love casts out all fear. Be encouraged. And don't be discouraged if you see you have fear or lack faith in your life. Remember, even Abraham, the great father of faith, had fear. And God still used him and blessed him and made him into a great nation. Thanks for having some spiritual waimai with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya.